Hello, audio listeners. Just a quick reminder, if you could just subscribe, rate, and review this bad boy, it helps us out so much. It truly makes a difference in making the show successful. Now, let's get into the show. The Self-Hype Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Self-Hype Podcast. It's your boy, Eli Vasquez, where we talk love, dating, relationships, and for how for you to be your best you in these streets. This is episode one. But it's really episode 21, I think. This is still the Self-Hype Podcast, but this is like a rebrand, a rebirth. It's a new era. It's We're, we're in our red hair era. Put it that way. Self-Hype's my brand. It's all about personal wellness, personal development, normalizing that to the masses. So it's amazing to be in the dating space and know that, wow, there is a lot of hurt and a lot of needs that need to be met and a lot of work on one personal self to do that, to not only change their dating life, but life in general. And these men's are just a symptom. Let's call it what it is. It is a symptom of something unhealed within you. You had to fill the void for your damn self. This is why we are going to talk love dating, all the ratchetness. Oh, your ex-baby daddy going through the trash, licking your old contact lenses. We're going to talk about all that. But also, we're always going to bring it back to you and your own personal wellness and your own growth. I'm a personal development coach. I've been doing it for years. have worked with women around the freaking world. And now I get to talk to you in this podcast. And with that said, it's also a Chobo show. Chobo show. What's a Chobo, Eli? I don't know either. It is a Chobo show. Proud sponsor, not sponsor, partnership. How dare I? We are partners. And I will say it on top of a mountain. Chobo Studios, my, my homies in India Victoria, phenomenal human beings. I am partnering with them in giving you the best podcast experience possible. These people know podcasts like the back of their hand. That's where the Patreon comes in. Join the freaking Patreon. Tons of ways to connect with me. I answer your questions. Some of your questions may will make it on the show. Links in the bio, more about the Chobos and all that. But episode number one, I'm just calling it what it is. Why he don't like you and what to do about it. Number one thing, if you have to ask yourself, Eli, is he interested? He has never set intentions with me. And we've kind of been doing this casual thing, but he said he's interested or whatever. It's been months. Oof. Godspeed, boo-boo. Because I don't know. And if you're like been casually with a guy for years, girl, that, that is side piece purgatory. You are stuck in the waiting room for life. So get, get cozy. Because it's like, being in the waiting room at Beetlejuice because you're going to be there for a hot minute. You're Casper the Friendly Ghost by the time you get out of there because you ain't ever getting out. But the number one thing we got we to talk about is the warning signs of if a guy's interested or not. But also, I want to first hit on why they're dating you and not interested. So we're going to talk about the why they're hollering at you casually and playing these games and doing all this. And then we're going to dive into what to look out for and then we're going to dive in for what you to do about it. So no BS, we're jumping straight into it. So with that said, why, Eli? Why is he playing these games? Why is he wasting my time even though he's not serious? What? Because he's having fun. He's having fun. Is he being direct? Is he being the most uh, open? No, because you wouldn't be listening to me talk about this subject if that was the case. He's playing games. I'm not saying playing games is okay. I think it is okay to be single and casual dating, whatever you want to do. 
but playing games in the process, that ain't it. So the number one thing you got to understand is men will holler at you casually for years. Men will holler at you. Men will have you go to the family barbecue. You'll meet all his cousins, his mom and all that. Maybe you have a spray painted t-shirt of like my number one side piece on you. You literally, you can meet friends, family, go to church with the man. I don't care. And he still won't be with you. Oh, you're like, that don't make no sense. Oh, that's, oh, I'm awful. I'm amazing. I'm this, I'm that. It ain't about you, boo-boo. You are fantastic. It ain't about you. It's about where he's at in life. Now, the number one thing is he's not setting boundaries in terms of how he treats you. So that's where it's creating confusion. But also, you ain't setting boundaries either. So there is no coming to Jesus conversation of what the hell are we? So he, the way he sees it is, are you telling me I get to have a rent -a girlfriend? I get to have a, 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 a side piece with, with emotions as well? I'm paying Taco Bell prices for a tomahawk steak. That is what you're telling me. That's the way he sees you, by bringing you over and meeting his people, by bringing you over, meeting his people, living, like doing all that, cuddling with him, going on trips with him. You guys aren't even serious. That is where his mind's at, is I get to have a tomahawk steak for $1.99 McDonald's prices. So I get to have a woman that gets to listen to all my problems, that brushes my hair, that makes me feel emotionally supported, and I get to hook up with, and I get to go to the club and holler at anyone without any worries whatsoever. That is the perfect situation for a guy. He gets to have a rent-a-girlfriend. He gets to pop in during the week, maybe on the weekend, and he gets to go off and do whatever he wants after. He's taking advantage of you. That's the way you got to see it. Because a man in his mature masculine will say, listen, boo-boo, I ain't looking to settle down, but also I want to make sure you feel safe and respected. So this is where I'm at. This is how I feel. This is the way I see it could be. And we could openly communicate and talk if things go awry or there's emotions or whatever, but that's where I'm at. So you know, you know, but he's not. He's playing games. That is where the immaturity comes in. That is where the, the manipulation comes in, and that is where he takes advantage of you. That is the thing to look out for. But I need you to normalize that every day he does not establish what is going on is another day he's taken advantage of me. But also, every day that you do not speak up for yourself in terms of what's going on is you enabling his behavior. It takes two to tango in this game. A toxic couple takes two, or a toxic situationship, whatever you want to call it. I don't even like to give it the title. I don't even like to give situationship a title. It's not even worth it. But anyway... So that is the big reason why, in terms of a man, of why he would do what he does. Because it's sweet. It's a pretty sweet situation. It's kind of a perfect situation, actually. And women who enable that behavior and okay with it, not okay with it, but won't speak up, they're perfect for them. Again, it requires zero effort. Hold on to that word, effort. Effort, 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 effort. Because I don't care if he tattooed your name, your address. I don't care if he tattooed that on his ass. If he does not say, I'm your boyfriend, you are my girlfriend, we're exclusive in a monogamous relationship, it don't mean a damn thing. 
That's just it. It don't mean a damn thing because he gets to still go out with a clean conscience. The second he says and verbalizes and says, I, oh, uh, I, I'm yours, you're mine, we're together, we're this, we're that, ba 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 then he could get in trouble. Then he could get in trouble. That's when he has to start, oh, okay, I can't go to the bars, I can't do X, Y, Z, I got to be careful, when I, yada, yada. That's what it is. But if he does never have that conversation with you and you catch him out at the club with, with Sharice throwing it back, and he, even though he said he was at his, you know, his, his uh, brother's bar mitzvah, but he's at the club with Sharice and you hit him up with that, you can't get mad. You can't get mad. You can't get mad because you agreed that this is the situation. So telling you right now, if he does not say it, it means he's out in these streets. That's just is what it is. And even if he's not, there's no way for you to know. There's no way for you to trust him. Why would he? Because when he's out at the bar and, and his friends ask what's his, what's his relationship status, what is he going to say? Are you Groupon energy or are you like Michelin star energy? Last time I checked your Michelin star energy. Ain't no Groupons here, boo-boo. We paying full price for this. Full price. And you want him to pull his checkbook out in full price because then that requires effort is showing you are worth this investment in terms of, I want to be in a monogamous relationship with you. I want to hold it down for you. I want to sacrifice the bars and clubs with you. If it requires zero sacrifice, that's zero effort. So why wouldn't anyone be with you? I'll give you another frame of example. What's up, y'all? Sorry to interrupt. I know you guys are enjoying the episode, but real quick, I want to tell you about the Patreon. You could join it so many different parts, early access. You can even ask me a question. I can't even get on this show. So it's all patreon.com slash self-hype. Check it out now. Let's get back to it. I'll give you another frame of example. Think back when you had the most amount of friends you ever had. That was when you were at your worst. At your worst. And then once you started standing in truth to yourself and being honest with yourself and, 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 and putting an effort and what have you, people started stringing away. Because it required zero effort to be with you and to be in your life. But once you started setting boundaries for yourself, then the people that weren't there for you started to go. It's the same thing. The same thing. So something to hold on to with that. Just for frame of reference, just telling it like it is, you know a guy likes you or cares about you because he sees you as something that's valuable. Something that's valuable. So, like if, it's, if he sees you as the Mona Lisa, he's going to protect you at all costs. He is going to treat you as such if you're something of value. If he doesn't, you're a public park. Anyone could go in. I'll go in when I feel like it. I don't care who has access to that. But if you're my Mona Lisa, ooh, no, 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 no. Because then one of the things is, and you could ask any guy this, what's worse, emotional cheating or physical cheating? More often than not, a guy's going to say physical cheating. So why? Because we know what it's like. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying. We know what it's like. So if we deem something as valuable, we don't want another man's hands all over. For the, for, and this is for the women we care about, actually care about enough to hold it down. If he doesn't do those things, if he, if he doesn't have close-ended verbiage, which is, I want to be with you, I want to settle down with you, I, I'm your boyfriend, girlfriend, if he's not doing that, 
He's not protecting you. He's not saying, no men, random strangers, you can't get with this because this is mine proudly. No, he's saying it's open season if he's not saying that. It's open season. Go ahead. Anyone could get her. Anyone could touch her. Anyone could grab her. Anyone could go up there. I don't care. I'll have her when I have. That's how he views you if he's not setting intention and closing things off. So that is a big marker of every day, every month, he does not lock it down. That's how he views you. That's just what it is. And again, I'm sure he likes you, but he doesn't like you enough. I'm sure he cares about you, but he doesn't care about you enough, again, to create sacrifice and effort. And, and it really shouldn't be sacrifice if he really is about it. I think that's the thing when it comes to connection and actually falling for somebody is like, I want you. I don't care if I don't talk to any other women. I want you. Because that's the energy we want, right? There's a lot of different things to look out for when it comes to why men do what they do, the type of actions that they have, where they come from in terms of all of it. But again, this situation doesn't exist unless you enable it. And I'll say it again for the people in the back. This situation does not exist unless you enable it. That's just what it is. So this is where you come in. This is where you have to be an active participant. If you're listening to me like, Eli, yes. Eli, yes, he's doing all these things. He's wasting my time. He hasn't verbalized anything. I feel so unsafe. This is where you come in because I'm going to ask you. I'm going to check you right now. We're at brunch. Why are you enabling this? Why are you okay with this? Like, what, what, what is going on here? Because, like, you know that this does not serve you. You know this doesn't make you feel safe. You know when you think about that dream life and that dream relationship and that dream man that you respect, this ain't it. So why are you here? Hope? Hoping that it gets better? Hoping that he will change? Hoping that he will read your mind? So if that's the case, you are not in any position of power whatsoever. You are letting this man dictate the terms and conditions for this entire relationship. And is that a type of dynamic of a couple that you deem as healthy? Well, Eli, it's still early. We're not in an official relationship, but stop it. You gave his mom a back rub last week. It, it's, it's essentially what that is. And you're allowed to speak up and share your needs no matter what the ship is. Y'all are still on a ship. You're all still sailing, and it takes two people to, to operate one. So I don't care what ship it is. It requires communication. You are allowed to speak up. And if you feel that you can't, that is a bigger question. Because if this man is out of our life or not, and if another man comes in, you're telling me that you're the type of woman that will just sit idly by and let him dictate terms and conditions, and that is just the type of person you are, you are setting yourself up to constantly be disappointed and hurt. And, and if you are serious about settling down and being in a relationship, you got to bring up these questions and things as simple as, what the hell are we doing? What's going on? What's happening? These are simple, bare-bones questions. And if you can't speak up in that, what makes you think you could speak up in terms of, okay, what formula? What schools are kids going to go to? Mortgage. All those things. This is the beginning of many questions, but how do we know how we communicate with each other if you don't even ask? 
But the thing is you want to ask because then there's positions and moments to see effort. That is what we're trying to do. We're trying to present opportunities for them to put in effort to make us feel safe and closer to where we need to be. And I will speak, I will self-disclose in this. I, I, I don't like to share too much out of respect to my partners and all that, but I will share examples and situations of I've been that dude. I remember in college, I was not ready to settle down. I was playing my games, doing the thing. I was always honest, by the way. I was always honest. Um, and I'll never forget that a girl I was dating sat me down and said, listen, I like you. I really like you. And I can't do this anymore. It's either we're going to be together or it's done. Oof. Never had a woman tell me that before. That was, I actually really respected that. Someone standing up for themselves, someone being in their truth, someone wanting me that much. Okay, let's make it work. And that turned into a whole relationship. So I say all this because if you if don't feel like it's not respected or not valued, it is to the right person. Because it, I'm like, what if he leaves me? That's an entirely different conversation that we need to dive into. Because right now you have that scarcity mindset, girl, I need you to be in abundance. Abundance. So you rather be a side piece in someone's life, knowing that there's a man waiting for you to give you everything you deserve. You know, you know what I'm getting with now. You know where I'm like, you know, I'm talking about him, but I'm bringing it to you to ask yourself the hard questions so we could break these chains and these and these habits and wasting this time with these men. These are opportunities. These are lessons for us, but we must grow. We must ascend to these opportunities. And this is one. Because you need to ask yourself the hard questions. Why are we here? And why do I feel like I can't express myself? This is something you need to practice. And if he does leave, let him leave. We are in the rejection business. We're looking for love through rejection. Because I'm pretty sure you don't want to tell your grandkids or tell your kids that like, yo, so I was his side piece for a really long time. And, you know, his fam, his family met me, his friends met me. I, you know, did his dishes. I cut up his uh, food before he ate it. And we're just, I just let him, you know, dictate what the hell we were doing for a long time. And then eventually it was like, okay, now I feel like being with you. And now we're together now. Is that the story you want to tell? No. No, you don't. How would you move in a way that you would respect yourself? And it's telling him, hey, so we've been at it for a minute. Just wondering what the move is, shorty. And just come in a space of curiosity. Like if, if you're confused of where you're at with the guy, sit him down. Just be like, hey, we've been doing XYZ for a minute. Uh, been hanging out. And just ask, hey, I'm just curious. I'm ready for that next step. I really like you. I really see the potential in this. How do you feel about that? Share how you feel in a non-threatening way. And then just ask out of curiosity, how do you feel about that? And let them answer. Just let them answer. And, and you will know everything you need to know through that answer. And I will say this. Men are easy to read because we're terrible liars. So 
he will say, you know what? Yes, let's do this. Great. Two, he's like, ah, you know, I'm liking what we're doing and it's this and it's that. That's essentially a no. He's lying. He's lying because there's no actual feedback. He's just like, oh, let's just keep doing what we're doing. But you have to be ready if what if it is that. You have to be ready if he says no. You have to be ready if he's done. But this is where your personal wellness comes in. This is where you love yourself comes in because let him go. Because if we're afraid of losing, you know, half-cooked chicken, you shouldn't be eating because you're only setting yourself up to get sick. Let him go. There are men out here literally waiting to give you the love that you deserve, but you must present the questions and actions and expectations to create moments of effort. If you see, hey, I like to get, I like to get morning texts. I like, I like foot rubs. And he, you know, maybe, maybe he, he, he massages a pinky toe. That's effort. That's effort. So this is what I'm saying. Provide conversation, questions of curiosity, and bring up those boundaries and moments to provide you want him to put in effort. There's no effort. There's no way to know he really likes us or not, which is why we're here and you're listening to me today. Put in moments of effort, but you must be an active participant in it. And I always say this, and I'll end it with this note, that I get it. You want to be in your feminine, he's in his mask. And he want him to lead. You want him to set up the dates. You want him to do all that. I get it. I get it. But boy, I understand. But he could steer the ship but you are holding the map. That is right. You are holding the map. And you can verbalize, hey, we should turn left or right. And this map is to your heart. I'm not talking to a general 10-mile radius. Exactly what it takes to love you and make you feel safe of the relationship that you want. He has a say. He's steering. He could look and see what's up. But you are actively saying, holding the map of like left or right. And if you say right and he keeps turning left, 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 girl, you better jump ship. But the only way to know that is to speak up, to do the work inside yourself of these are my non-negotiables, my value system of the love and life I want to make me feel safe. And I'm going to verbalize that to this man who's steering the ship to know if I need to jump ship or not. Because boo-boo sometimes, it, you know, the, the ship is musty, dusty, and crusty, and it is time to go. But you're just letting him dictate all the demands and you're just sitting there. Zipping a martini in this dusty, musty ship, just going a whole lot of nowhere. You deserve something gorgeous and abundant, but you have to believe you do first. And bring in your community, bring in your friends, let them know these are my non-negotiables. I'm going to let, you know, Chad know. I'm going to let Kyle know, this is it, man. This is it. And if he... Depending on the answer, be ready to console me and let's go on a trip, please, because I'm going to need it. And then we turn that heartbreak in that situation, which is a big old waste of time, into a lesson that we convert into an actionable, uh, an actionable action, because that makes sense, into what we go into the future. This is how we don't let any of these people, men, what have you, waste our time. 
because we are active participants. We are the masters of our universe. That's who you are, boo, but you have to believe in. So put yourself out there. Say what's good with a shorty. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for all the smoke. So what's good? That you mean in a nicer way. But know that you deserve to. You beautiful human you. Thank you for listening to the Self High Podcast brought to you by Chobo Studios. It's the Chobo Show. Chobo Show. Check out Chobo Studios. They're fantastic. If you're thinking, Eli, I am ready for a change. I'm ready to build that dream life, get that dream man, make that dream money by building and working on myself. Girl, I got you my eight-week personal development coaching program. Link in the bio to work with me personally and dive into this beautiful lifetime access experience. Tons of other ways to connect with me as well in terms of coaching and what have you. All the link in the bio and also our Patreon. Patreon is here to give you an amazing experience as a viewer to better connect with me. I answer your questions. I connect with you. I give you extra content that no one else has access to. And your question could make it on the show. So tons of perks with that. And then if you can, give us a five-star review. Say you think we're awesome in a, in a comment, in a review for us. It helps us out so much. You have no idea. So thank you all so much. And I will check in with you next week. And love your damn self, please. Love your damn self. The Self Hype Podcast. When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios, you're helping people in need. Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community by giving away 10% of all revenue, not just profit, to kind, hardworking people in the streets of Los Angeles. And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.